What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams have another quarterback decision heading into the divisional round. Plus, the Rams have made it to the final four in the NFC. We take a look at the rest of the field. And later, the Rams hit the frozen tundra. We preview Rams at Packers next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. What's up, Rams fans? And welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports 4 Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon. But you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. And I am laying down the raw for you guys tonight. We made it, guys. We not only made it to the playoffs, but we passed the game. And I don't know about you guys, I'm feeling pretty good about it, all right? Feeling real good after beating the Seattle Seahawks up in uh, Seattle last week at Lumen Field. Lumen Stadium? I don't know, actually. Uh, but either way, we're looking pretty good for the, the the Rams' defense right now, playing the Green Bay Packers. Of course we're going to get into the Green Bay Packers game, the divisional rounds that the Rams are in right now. We're going to get into that. That's going to be in the back half of the episode, though. Uh, first, we'll take a look at a little bit of news here. Rams do have another decision to make at the quarterback position, and I might throw you guys through a loop on this week. Based on my comments last week, we'll see what happens. We'll see if you guys uh, think that I'm just a, a teeter-totterer over here, or a seesaw. If, if I go back and forth, I guess, <laughs> you guys can come up with your own analogies, <laughs> whatever you guys would prefer. And then, uh, yeah, we will take a look at the the rest of the, the, the playoff field in the NFC. We are a Rams show. Uh, strictly a Rams show, so we won't necessarily dig into the AFC. Uh, you guys know what's going on over there. Chiefs are coming off of a bye week. They will host the Cleveland Browns. And then, of course, was it the Ravens made it through? Who won that other game? Buffalo. So, yeah, a couple good games over there. But uh, you know what? We're in the NFC, and we got w one of the better games of the weekend, which is going against one of the best offenses in the NFL this season, taking on one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best defense. I did get a comment a couple, uh, I, I don't remember where it was. I think it was in a group. I said something about the, the Rams defense and the comment was, it was like, yeah, they're like top three defense. Like, what? <laughs> what are you watching, man? And what numbers are you looking at? Only uh, like against the run? Rams are first against the pass, first in total yards, first in points. I don't know. I don't know what people look at to qualify uh, for best defense but we will talk about that of course later on and then a, a decent number of transactions to get into nothing too wild for you guys nothing too jarring i guess i should say and then uh, we did bring back fan quesos so we'll pop those out uh in the back half of the show i'm excited for these we got a couple of really good ones uh some that that actually kind of stole my topics so we'll talk about them later so if you guys are interested in certain topics it might that i don't cover in this first part here chances are we're covering on the back end all right after we do the game preview uh, but let's go ahead and take a take a look at this stuff all right so first i want to do just a quick peek back all right this is not something i normally do because i record on wednesdays show if the video version of the show is published on thursdays so i don't feel like a look back is always necessary and it's difficult for me to get you know, some time to, to pump out a, a sode or two uh, earlier in the week just with my work schedule and all that business. So, and I like to, to the I like to add the, the production value to it. You know, I know I'm not knocking anybody by any means, but I know some, some YouTubers, they just, they just kind of, they, they talk or whatever, which is awesome. I, I actually, I do consume some of that content. You guys do an awesome job out there, but I, I just like to add the, the, the other stuff to it. So spice it up a little bit, do a little bit of the 
the additions into the into the sewed for your eyeballs. Um, but let's go ahead and take a look a quick look back here at the Rams and Seahawks game. We kind of we know how it went. Rams got it done. It was thirty to twenty as your final score. Rams defense showed up big time in this game. That pick six by Darius Williams, D. Will, as he will henceforth be referred to. Uh, D. Will, he, I, that, the way he read that play, the way he plowed through the block, the way he caught the football, and then was able to outrun D.K. Metcalf, who is literally a meme for running somebody down earlier this season. So I'll take all of that and a combo package together. D. Will with an amazing play on that one and this is a this is an interesting situation that the Rams are in right now because if we're looking at it all right we just played at Seattle this week we're playing at Green Bay all right next week if the Rams were able to win this one my money says that the Rams will play at New Orleans and if we were not in a pandemic season I don't know if that's a path that the Rams could take to go all the way to the Super Bowl in Seattle, in Green Bay, in New Orleans, that's tough. I mean, I like this team, and I think this is a very good team, especially on the defensive side of the football, but that's a tough road, no matter which way you look at it. And especially you look at the Rams' offense this year. Uh, I don't know if the 12s at Texas A&M is the 12th man, but uh, the Seattle Seahawks, if they want to if they want to say that their their fan base is worth 10 points, I'm not sure it is. I'm really not sure it is. Rams defense was able to put up a decent number of points in this one finally, uh, or the the offense was, but I don't know if you take those, if you take the fans and put them in there, if you put butts in seats, what impact does that have to the scoreboard? Are they worth 10 points? I don't know. This week we'll get 6,000 fans in Green Bay. Uh, those, I believe, are all season ticket holders, uh, which you can't really blame them for. I mean, to get somebody in there, that's awesome, but... Uh, and you know they're going to bring the energy. 6,000 is going to sound probably closer to 15 just because it's going to be, you know, so energetic in there, especially in the playoff. Uh, so, And then to New Orleans. And we remember what it was like in New Orleans when uh, when the Rams played there in the NFC Championship just a couple of years ago. So uh, you got Andrew Whitworth leaning all the way over to the center trying to get the call. That's not going to be an issue this year. So I, I kind of think, and this is the first year in NFL history that the, the road team actually won more games than the home team. It was only by one. But it counts, and it's the first year that's ever happened. Uh, but I don't know. It, it, I, I almost I don't want to say it's an advantage because it's not. That doesn't make any sense. But uh, it's it's not as detrimental to be on the road this season than it has been in the past. So uh, for that reason, though, I mean, the Rams going to Seattle and winning that game by 10 points, I'm not sure the fan base is worth 10 points. I'm not sure any fan base, fan base is worth 10 points. I, I might give a couple of fan bases a 7, uh, potentially an 8, depending on the game and, and everything. But... I don't know. I, I don't know if I give them 10, uh, but the Rams did also have five sacks in this game. Uh, Floyd, Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald are, they're Wilson seeking missiles. All right. These guys just know how to get to Russell Wilson and the, watching them in those three games this season get to Russell Wilson has been unbelievable. There's no quarterback that Aaron Donald has sacked more than Russell Wilson. In Leonard Floyd, there's no quarterback that he's sacked more than Russell Wilson is, at least as a Ram. I would have to dig into numbers and go further back to see if that is necessarily the case, but it very well might be. I mean, it's not like he was crushing souls out in Chicago. He was doing fine, but he's not. He's playing way better now, today, as an L.A. Ram than he ever has uh, in his career, especially in Chicago. So I'll take it, but five sacks on Wilson... That's actually a little low for the Rams. In, in like, if you look at the averages, they, I think it's the last six games that the Rams have sacked him on an on average six times a game. So 
I'll take that. Uh, five, I'll take that as well. Um, the Rams did an awesome job on Wilson. He had just 174 passing yards. Uh, he was 11 of 27, so under 50% there. Seahawks held to just 278 in total offense. So, I mean, this defense is unreal. And we'll get into it here in a little bit, but uh, this is easily the best defense that the Packers have have seen this year. They've seen some good defenses, none like this. And they've only won, I'm just going to, I'll throw this number out there right now. They've only defeated one team with a top 10 defense, uh, ending the season uh, with a top 10 defense. They've only defeated one of those teams out of three games. So we'll talk, we'll talk about it. We will dig in a little bit. Uh, but first I want to plow through this. So uh, let's also, let's talk about the kicking position. All right. I've been kind of harsh on the kicking situation pretty much all season. Uh, but now we're in the playoffs. We're in the divisional round, which is awesome. The Rams can win this game, go to the NFC Championship game, become fi- part of the Final Four in the NFL 2020 pandemic season. But I've been kind of harsh on the kicking game all season. And for Matt Gay, I don't know if a, an apology is necessary. Maybe it is. And, and if it is, I'm sorry, Matt. If it's not, hey, whatever. Things happen. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But either way, Sean McVay kind of alluded to the fact that the Rams do want to extend kicker Matt Gay. Uh, he's obviously on a very short-term kind of situation right now, just the one uh, the one-year deal. But he has not missed a kick since week 13 in Arizona, which was December 6th of 2020. So it was last year, this season, but last year. So, uh, but week 13. I mean, we're we're in the divisional round right now. He hasn't missed a kick since week 13 and I realized that I've got like a little bit of a kiss of death thing going here is like hey the Rams are super healthy and then they just get absolutely destroyed in one game uh, so maybe maybe it's not a good thing for me to be saying this but also it's gonna be like 20 degrees out or it's closer to like 30 now but it's gonna be cold so I don't know if he's gonna miss a kick I don't know we will find out I hope he does not but I also am not opposed to the Rams extending Matt Gay and he being our kicker but basically what Sean McVay was saying is that uh, we might have our kicker long-term with Matt Gay. So, hey, hey, I'll take it. All right, let's take a look at the quarterback position again. So, last week we saw John Wolford start the game. He had a neck injury in the first quarter, ended up going to a Seattle-area hospital, but Jared Goff comes in, doesn't exactly light it up, but he won the game. He didn't throw any picks, which was nice. He, I mean, he, we've seen him have a lot of turnovers in recent years, and he didn't have any in this game, which was huge. It was, I mean, 10 point game, of course. Uh, so, I mean, that gets a little tighter if he does turn the football over, but had a touchdown pass. Didn't light it up, though. By any means, didn't light it up. He did exactly what I was requesting our quarterback to do, which was not ruin the game, not turn the ball over, not absolutely just put us in a position where we can't get it done. Because the defense is good. This is a championship-level defense, without a doubt. This is a championship-level defense. All our offense needs to do is enough, all right? Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer have Super Bowl rings, all right? And that, by that logic, in how they won those rings with awesome defenses, Jared Goff absolutely can get a ring this year. That is possible. I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen. It's possible, okay? It's possible. With this defense, this is a championship-level defense. And there's not an offense in this in, that's left that I just don't, I don't feel like we can like keep up with on the defensive side of the football. Even you know the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs. I feel like they're they're not playing amazing right now. Um, but I, the Packers, their offense is absolutely insane. But I think we can hang with them. 
Uh, the Saints offense, we know that they have a lot of weapons. I think we can hang with them. I, it's it's one of those situations where I, our matchup on the defensive side of the football, this defense is so good, there's not a team in the NFL that I don't think that we could at least hold to a reasonable amount. Uh, under their averages is what I'll say. I think that this this defense can hold any team that's left under their averages. I think, And I think that's a totally reasonable thing to say. So now, though, we have another quarterback situation. I mentioned it that John Wolford got hurt in the first quarter last week against the Seahawks, neck injury, Seattle area hospital. Jared Goff comes in, plays fine. But now you have that decision again. You have the decision one more time. Who do you start at quarterback? Is it John Wolford? Is it Jared Goff? We kind of found out based on Jared Goff's press conference comments after the game that the team knew by, I think it was Tuesday. So they probably already know who's going to start this game. And if I had to put money on it, I would say Jared Goff. And last week, if I had to put money on it, I would have said John Wolford, but I wanted Jared Goff to start. This week, try to stay with me here, is I, I think Jared Goff will start. He's been a full participant in both days of practice, but I think John Wolford might be the better play in this one, actually. And I realize that that kind of, I don't want to say negates my, because it doesn't negate my comments. I stand by everything I said last week, 100%. I absolutely stand by all of that stuff. Uh, don't be a prisoner to the moment. Austin Davis jersey, I was ready to buy it. I was ready to, to extend Sean Hill. But this situation right now, John Wolford, he played okay. That's it. He played okay. And in this game, I mean, I realize he played only into the first quarter, but he was 50%. He had two really nice uh, passes to Cooper Cup, but he was also only 50%. So with this game, though, uh, they're both coming in with bruises. Jared Goff and John Wolford are banged up. Blake Bortles, Bortles is still on the roster, and there is like a little tiny piece of me that wants Bortles to start just just for that troll. <laughs> just for McVeigh to be like, you guys have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't, that's obviously not going to happen. I would be very surprised if that happened, but still there's a little part of me that kind of just wants to see it. Uh, Ultimately, I don't want to see it, but uh, there's a little part of me that would be like, ha, got him, you know, Uh, but with Cam Akers coming on strong last week in Seattle after coming off a 1.9 yard per carry average in week 17 against the Arizona Cardinals at SoFi Stadium was able to set some records up in Seattle. Uh, We know the records. It's, uh, you know, most rushing yards by a Rams rookie running back in his first playoff game all the details and there's probably more that's more in depth than that but and then of course the total yards as well because he had a decent number of receiving yards so uh, but for this game uh, because of of the injuries that we've seen Jared Goff's thumb in particular is what I'm thinking here and Cam Akers coming in doing a fine job last week in Seattle I think that for this game the focus should be the run game and playing good defense I don't think that that's absurd. And because of that, because I think that uh, in a cold game where your quarterback, your starting quarterback's thumb is all messed up, he's going to have a hard time gripping that football. And you have another guy who is good on the ground and can create that kind of uh, aspect of the offense. That's why I would start Wolford this week. And then hopefully that leads to a dub, a big fat dub. And then the Rams will go either way to a not-so-cold situation. They'd either be in Tampa Bay or in New Orleans next week. So that's kind of, And then that's when you start off again. That's kind of just my thoughts and how my brain's processing this right now. 
Uh, but the Rams still in this game, we definitely need a strong performance by the defense. If we're going to have a shot in this game, our offense cannot keep up with their offense. So our defense has to do their job. Our defense basically has to let our offense keep up to it. If that makes any sense at all. So the, the, the Rams defense needs to allow the Rams offense to match the Packers because you can't go toe to toe with them. Jared Goff is not able to go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. We don't have a wide receiver that can go toe-to-toe with Devontae Adams. So because of that, we just need our defense to step up. Another defensive score would not make me sad. All right, but with the in the three the Packers' three losses, they were actually outgained in rushing yards and lost the turnover battle. That's exactly why we need to keep the football out of our quarterback's hands. All right, and that's a crappy thing to say when you're in the divisional round of the playoffs. Yeah, that, that you're kind of worried about your quarterback situation, but why wouldn't we be? I mean, that's uh, saying that avoiding the turnover issue at the quarterback position would be ignoring just facts, just 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 ignoring the world. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I want you guys to drop your opinions down below, though. I want to know who do you guys want to see start this game? I'm not talking about the future. I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about this offseason. Who do you guys want to start on Saturday? against the Green Bay Packers. Please drop it below. Let's have a conversation about it. I know I tried I tried to get back to everybody. It was a weird... I didn't get notifications, so when I saw them, it was a billion of them, and I was like, ugh, whoops. <laughs> so I turned it back on. Uh, so I'll be better this time, I promise. Let's take a look at the playoff bracket. So the Seahawks, the Bears, and the football team got sent to Cabo. Of course, the Rams taking out the Seahawks. Uh, and then uh, the the football team, I mean, they just uh, they were kind of outmatched. I, Heineke did an awesome job. You got to give him credit there. But you know, they, uh, the Bucks are just a strong team with uh, with just too many weapons. And then of course the Bears uh, were not able to get it done against the New Orleans Saints. I don't think anybody's shocked at that one. But the Rams are final four uh, as far as the NFC teams go. That's just the Rams, Packers, Saints, and Bucks. And ultimately. Not really any surprises there. Honestly, though, if you had to pick a surprise team of that, it's the Rams. Like, that's the, that's the one team that you can look at of these four and say, maybe, maybe there's a better NFC team. <laughs> and honestly, I've seen people say Seattle. But, I mean, hey, Rams beat Seahawks two times this year, uh, two and one. So, above, above 500 against Seahawks this season. So, that's amazing, obviously. But uh, the, the Rams would be the one surprise team. I don't think anybody's shocked to see the Packers here. You shouldn't be shocked to see the Packers here. If you're if you're shocked to see the Packers here, you've not been paying attention. Uh, the Saints, very strong team right now. No one should be shocked about that one. The Bucks, I'm a little bit surprised about that one. Just a touch, though. Uh, they were a Super Bowl favorite coming into the season, or at least that's what that was what the conversation was. Uh, but you know, they, they kind of, they looked a little rough there for a little bit, but then they were able to turn around. They're looking pretty like a, a pretty tight group right now. So Rams defense though, better than all these other ones in here. And then, uh, in the other, on the other side, uh, in the AFC, we got chiefs, Browns, bills, and Ravens, four very strong teams, uh, in, in that division as well. So, or in that conference as well. So, uh, I think the, the remaining eight are very, very strong. I, I, I don't think that there's a weak team remaining uh the browns i uh, might be the weakest uh but i i would argue maybe you say the rams uh, and a lot of that's on the offense and and the, the fact that the rams can't get the offensive game going like it has in in the past so it's unfortunate but hey i mean you got to do what you got to do and we got some really strong teams the rams are the lowest remaining nfc seed so either way no matter what happens no matter who wins what as long as the rams keep winning they will remain on the road of course the nfc team is the home team this season in the Super Bowl, so the Rams would be home if they can make it 
that far. Let's take a look at some transactions before we hit the game preview here. The Rams signed quarterback Bryce Perkins to the practice squad. Um, three active quarterbacks still, though, with Bortles, Goff, and Wolford. The Rams waived linebacker Natrez Patrick. Signed punter Brandon Wright to the practice squad. Signed kicker Austin McGinnis to the practice squad. And then also on the other side for the Packers, they did signed, sign right tackle Jason Valdir off the Colts practice squad. Did not practice, uh, has not practiced yet this week, uh, but that's not injury related. Sign him off the practice squad. First time in NFL history, a guy will play in, uh, in, in playoff games with two different teams in one season. So, hey, that's cool. I mean... I guess if they need the help to uh, block our super beast front, then I guess you better do it right now. And the Packers on January 2nd signed tackle Benjamin Braden uh, to the active roster. So definitely trying to bolster up that front heading into a game against Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. And then on December 31st, a little bit back, they did claim defensive lineman Damon Harrison snacks, as he's well known as. uh, He claimed him off of waivers from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, he did play in one game. He is listed as a backup, but I'm sure that that rotation will get a little bit switched uh, and be a little bit heavier, I guess, uh, this time around. So uh, I think it's time, though. I've made you guys wait long enough. Let's get into the game preview. So the L.A. Rams, who are the sixth seed, come into Green Bay, the number one seed out of the NFC, on Saturday at 1.35 p.m. That's L.A. time. This game will be played on Fox. Kevin Burkhart and Daryl Johnston are on the call. Green Bay favored in this game by seven points by the time I saw this. I've seen it bounce around, and uh, depending on where you look is where that number is at. I've seen six, I've seen six and a half, I've seen seven, I've seen seven and a half. So uh, depending on where you do your gambling, the numbers might be different, but it's about a touchdown uh, that they're giving to the to the Rams because <laughs> uh, the Packers are favored in this one. So over under in this game, 46. Uh, kickoff looks to be about 31 degrees in this one, 15% chance of precipitation, 73% humidity, and around 11 miles per hour for the wind. That's a kickoff. At the end of the game, we're looking at about 28 degrees, 8% chance of precipitation, 73% humidity, 9 miles an hour for the wind. Uh, so it's going to be cold. It's not going to be super windy and kind of a light chance of of precipitation uh, with these temperatures that would be snow. Uh, but you know what? I think we're going to avoid it. I think it's just going to be a kind of a cold and crummy day, but it, it looks like it's not going to be that windy, though, which is going to be really nice. Um, I, I'm a Colorado person, so I say basically every day it wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't so windy. You know, I, that's just a thing that people from Colorado say every day in the winter. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I said it today. I don't know. It wasn't that cold today, actually. What is it right now? For you LAers out there, it is 52 degrees in Colorado. That's basically a heat wave in January. So I'll take that. That's shorts weather. That's shorts weather right now. All right. And then, uh, yeah, this is going to be a cold one. It looks like uh, the the windy stuff and the in the snow and all that stuff it actually looks like it's going to be before. So it looks like it's going to be like Thursday, Friday that all that's going to get taken care of. And then coming into Saturday, we should be okay. Should be avoiding the worst of the weather. It's going to be cold. And then actually the next day, Sunday, going to be a little bit colder, around 10 degrees colder, actually. So we kind of lucked out with it being a Saturday game on this one. Let's take a look at some game notes in this one. Packers are 80% in the red zone as far as scoring touchdowns once they get to the the red zone this season. That is best in the NFL. Rams defense 12th at 59.5% given up as far as touchdowns go in the red zone. The Rams have given up the fewest first downs in the NFL, which is, I mean, that's just a credit to the defense. Again, a lot of these are defensive uh, informational 
bits, I guess, and uh, fewest passing yards and passing touchdowns allowed by the L.A. Rams. And uh, it is worth noting that nobody had more touchdown passes than quarterback Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, and nobody had more touchdown receptions than Devontae Adams, wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers. So that is a matchup to keep an eye on, and the Rams' defense has their work cut out for them. But I'd also flip that on the other side and say that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they have their work cut out for them, all right? We gotta gotta give ourselves a little bit of credit here. I'm always talking about the Rams' perspective, but from their perspective, they have a tough matchup in this game. Rams' secondary is one of the best in in the NFL, if not the best in the NFL. We've got backups who are just stars, like, you know, it's like straight-up studs. We had this situation on, like, the wide receiver side not that long ago, but now you're looking at our corners, like, I like David Long still, like, I think uh, Troy Hill's awesome. Darius Williams is awesome. We know Jalen Ramsey's awesome. He's he's unstoppable this year. I mean, he's he's playing out of his mind. I don't know if I've ever watched with my own eyeballs a Rams cornerback play this dominantly. I mean, I was born in 1991, so I just don't know if I've seen that yet. You know, we've, I've seen a lot of really talented corners play for the Rams. Dre Bly comes to mind, you know, but as far as... Guys just absolutely shutting people down. I have not, I don't think I've witnessed this as a Ram player. You know what I mean? So it's good stuff right now. And Devontae Adams, I mean, yeah, it's got, it's a tough matchup for Jalen Ramsey, but it's a tough matchup for Devontae Adams as well. And I think we need to, to credit ourselves a little bit. Uh, Rams defense, fifth lowest in penalties in the NFL. So that's good. They're playing disciplined as well. And the Rams are the, the best defense uh, that the Green Bay Packers will have seen at any time this year. They did play the New Orleans Saints, who ended the season ranked fifth in the NFL. They did defeat them, and that was their only top 10 defensive win. Win over a team that ended the season with a top 10 defense. The other two is a loss to the number 10 Colts and a loss to the number 8 Bucks. So I, I had mentioned, you know, that, that, that those those games, the Colts and the Bucks, are two games that the, the Packers were out outrushed and they lost a turnover battle so those are really your two keys in this game is is outrush them hold on to the ball keep it away from Aaron Rodgers keep him cold on the sideline in a big poop coat and don't turn the ball over all right Jared (laughs) call out Jared Goss specifically on that one yeah let's take a look some injuries in this one I did actually want to pull these up I wrote them down yesterday but I'll, I'll just pull it up here the official ones here the newest ones uh, so for the the Rams, as far as players who did not participate in practice on Wednesday, which kind of counts as a Thursday practice because of the Saturday game, quarterback John Wolford, David Edwards on the offensive line, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and linebacker Terrell Lewis all did not participate in practice on Wednesday. Wide receiver Simba Webster, he went from limited on Tuesday to full participant on Wednesday. Andrew Whitworth was limited again. Uh, don't expect any crazy news there. And then Jared Goff has been full participant in each day of practice on the Packers side Kiki uh, Kingsley Kiki has not participated in practice yet this week uh, with a concussion let's see Kevin King and uh, Alan Lazard corner and wide receiver those two were limited Mercedes Lewis was limited yesterday but did not participate in practice today Jason Jared Valdir uh, popped up on the injury report as well as it did not participate and then Zadarius Smith Equanimous I don't think I said that right. St. Brown, uh, he was limited as well. And Rick Wagner, those three uh, limited in this uh, in this day of practice. 
on the Packers side. So nothing too wild there, honestly. I mean, the, the, the Rams, this is the biggest we've seen the injury report in probably three years, honestly. And big names, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff, these are names we'd never see on the injury report. So yeah, I got a little bit beat up last week, but hey, we're still playing the game. And that's really all that matters right now. It's a war of attrition in the NFL, especially in a pandemic season. So I think the Rams are doing A-OK. Let's take a look at the matchup. We are going way over time for this one. I don't have like a set time, but we're going way over it this week. All right. It's fine. Let's take a look at the matchup. The Rams on offense. So the Rams, middle of the road for offense. These are going to be the same numbers, by the way. These are end of season numbers. We're not going to go ahead and factor in uh, the the last week's game into our averages. Uh, But the Packers defense ending top eight. And then uh, top seven as far as against the pass goes. And then, uh, I mean, they're also kind of middle of the road, though. Their defense is only okay. The best matchup that I have in this one is Andrew Whitworth and Rob Havenstein versus outside linebackers Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. The Smiths. And uh, those are just two really good players. So it's no secret that whoever plays quarterback this weekend is going to need to be able to have time. And off of that play action, which the Rams run more than anybody else in the NFL, off of that play action... These are two smart enough outside linebackers to chase the quarterback and not bite on the run. So we definitely need our tackles to be playing some disciplined football in this one uh, and, and holding their own on the, on the edges there. Uh, otherwise, I, we've, we've seen Jared Goff have trouble with that. So uh, it's it's not a I don't think I was, that's a stretch to say that we need to get those guys blocked. All right. Especially with Witt and Havenstein, two two monsters on the offensive line. So we'll probably see a decent number of play action boots. Because we're the LA Rams and we love that, so I'm sure we'll be able we'll we'll see a lot of that. But that that also means the ground game needs to get going, which just kind of points the finger back on the offensive line. And uh, I think Wit coming back last week, I think we saw. I think that was a big big part of Cam Akers' success last week against the Seattle Seahawks was the return of Andrew Whitworth. Uh, but whoever plays this one uh, at quarterback, because we don't know who it's going to be, they probably do, but we don't at the moment. Uh, whoever whoever plays quarterback in this game, they're just going to need time to throw the football. And the the matchups on the inside, I like. I like the Rams' interior offensive line against the 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 Packers' interior defensive line. It's those edges that I'm a little bit concerned about. But we'll see how Witt comes back again for uh, for another game. Uh, you know, it was his first game back last week, so so maybe he'll be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Havenstein, as well. I mean, he's doing an awesome job uh, this season. So uh, let's take a look at the other side. The Rams' defense. Uh, we're going to guess the top five offense, but the Rams defense is number one in the NFL in total yards as well as passing yards. And uh, the Packers top 10 there, the Rams number three against the run, number eight for the Packers there and number one in points given up. But you see the Packers on your screen right now, they're first in points scored. So they've put up more points than anybody else, but the Rams have given up less points than anybody else. So that's a clear, amazing matchup there. Uh, and then if you look at third down percentage as well, now, the Packers are second in the NFL in third down percentage at 49.4, but the Rams defense third in the NFL with 35.4 for uh, percentage of, of first downs given up on third down. The best matchup that I have in this one, I'll give you guys a wild guess. Take your time. It's Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. And if you guys didn't get that, you guys are not watching the same Rams team as I am, and you clearly are not watching enough Rams Showcase because <laughs> Jalen Ramsey versus star receivers has been the best matchup in this in the Rams defense versus opposing offense. That's been like the the matchup almost every week, almost every every single week. So this is superstar versus super superstar again, and Jalen Ramsey's done an amazing job 
against plenty of amazing wide receivers this year. Uh, you know, two times against DeAndre Hopkins and DK Metcalf. Shut down Mike Evans. I mean, that, the list goes on. And I'm sure you guys have seen it. Bleacher Report's been posting all kinds of stuff about it. Uh, but Ramsey, I mean, he's locked down top wide receivers all year. Adams leads the NFL in touchdown receptions. That's an amazing matchup. Just, just, just on that little tiny bit of information. The Jalen Ramsey's a star. Nobody scores more touchdowns than Devontae Adams. I can't wait. This is like what happens when an immovable object meets, or like, or an unstoppable object meets an unmovable object or whatever, however that's said. You know what I mean? But either way, that's an amazing matchup, and I'm really, really excited about this one. This is one, this is one of those matchups where I kind of like watch them until they're out of screen. You know what I mean? It's good stuff. Uh, but with uh, Donald banged up, this, the pass rush might be a little bit slower. Might be a little bit slower. So uh, for that reason, I think that, uh, that that Rogers might have a little bit more time and could be targeting. I mean, he's going to try to throw the ball to, to Devontae Adams. That's not a secret. That shouldn't be a secret at all. Uh, but the Rams, uh, they have it. They have allowed the least passing yards in the NFL. Ramsey on Adams allows the rest of the defense to worry about those other weapons like, uh, you know, Valdez, Scantling, uh, Tunyon, that, that tight end. He's awesome. Um, but, you know, either way, I, this this matchup here is is going to be one to watch for sure. So uh, and the Packers also, I think it's worth noting that the Packers, we've seen it very recently. I don't think that they're going to be avoiding the passing game just because it's a little cold. So I think that actually kind of plays into the Rams favor just a little bit. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's take a look at the history of this matchup. Uh, the Rams do lead the all-time series 47-46-2, so very tight there. The, uh, the Packers would tie it up all-time with a win. The most recent game between these two came on October 28th of of uh, 2018. The LA Rams won that one 29-27. This is the, the Ty Montgomery game. Uh, and actually, I wanted to show off this dollar bill um, because I won this that day. <laughs> I won this. This dollar bill. I don't know if you could see. Maybe I'll take a picture. I'll, I'll make it full screen for you guys. Uh, but this is this is a dollar bill that that I won from my friend, my Packers fan friend Jackson. And it says "Go Rams" on it. Uh, but it also he wrote there at the bottom because we had we just had a dollar bet. I'm pretty sure I iced him too. I don't know if you guys know what that means. Uh, anybody who's like a total frat bro will, but <laughs> anybody else may not. But yeah, I'm not going to explain it. Uh, but either way, I'm pretty sure he got iced that day. But um, also, he wrote here at the bottom, "Ty shoulda knelt it. Go pack, go." So uh, that this one hangs out. It hangs out back here on uh, on the shelf. I don't know if you guys have seen that in the past or not, but uh, that is something that hangs out there. There's a couple of little secrets on my on my back in here, but I'm not going to tell you any of them. You guys just have to look for yourselves. Uh, but yeah, that was the the Ty Montgomery game. That was an awesome time. Uh, the Rams did win that one. Before that one, the Rams or the Packers had won five straight. The first ever game played between these two teams came on October 17th of 1937. The Green Bay Packers did win that one over the Cleveland Rams, 35 to 10. The longest streaks in this series, the Rams had the longest streak of 11 wins, 11 straight wins from 1948 to 1953. Green Bay Packers longest streak in this matchup, seven. So they were almost going to get there, uh, but that got shut down because of Ty Montgomery. And that was between 1960 and 1963. What to watch for in this game is a cold weather game with two quarterbacks. So the Rams will likely try to run the football a lot more uh, than they have uh, th this season, even though they have been running the football and throwing a lot less than they have in the past, especially under Sean McVay. In a cold-weather game, I like being the better defensive team in this one. 
I think that that's going to be a huge factor. And I, I honestly, guys, I don't like saying it, but I feel pretty good about this game. I, I, I feel good about the matchup, especially uh, the Rams' defense versus their offense. I, I'm not totally sold on the other side yet, mainly because I don't know who's playing quarterback. Uh, but I like I like the matchup of our defense on their on their offense. They have not seen a defense this good, and I think that I mean that clearly plays into the Rams' favor. I think that's a huge huge upside for us. I'll see everything the Packers are good at. The Rams are good at stopping this season. The Packers are amazing at throwing the football. Rams are the best against the pass. You know what I mean? So it, it just kind of it it kind of just works out this 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 game that that the Rams matchup the matchup really is there, and. I think an underrated storyline in this one, the underrated matchup in this one, is actually Sean McVay versus a Sean McVay branch in LaFleur over there. I almost say Peter LaFleur every time. I really almost do. But that's also what Rodgers calls him. He, I said that I saw that on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, he calls him Peter, <laughs> which I think is cool. Just a little, a little nod to a great movie. And uh, so, I mean, is this the game where the student becomes the master or is it just really that... That, that Sean McVay is like, I, I know what he's going to want to do because I taught him what to do, you know? So is it going to be one of those situations? I will say also that I like the uh, I like the coaching matchup for the Rams. I think that plays into our favor because we got student master situation, but you also have Brandon Staley, who is a, a coach for the Chicago Bears. So he actually knows this team a little bit better than maybe anybody else on the Rams coaching staff. So I think that plays into our favor as well. I No other coach on our staff has gone against Aaron Rodgers more than Brandon Staley, I think. <laughs> I would have to do a, a lot of research on that one, but uh, that stuff is not just super readily available. So let's take a look here. I just got a Snapchat from uh, my friend. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to hop into fan quesos now. All right. Um, I don't want to plow through your questions and not give you guys legitimate answers. But we are already almost 10 minutes over time, so we're going to keep on cruising. So, uh, Brian wants to know, thoughts on Stephen A. Smith's comments about Watson? I had originally, by the way, not seen it. Um, that's an interesting one because I don't know. Uh, he's basically saying that the Rams are a player and would package Jared Goff and draft picks to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. Well, duh, we would do that. I don't think, it, like, that to me is like, well, obviously... Like if you if you would have asked me, like, do you think that the Rams would trade Jared Goff and draft picks for Deshaun Watson? Duh, is the answer to that question. So I don't know if this is even a story yet. I because I, that's obvious to me. You, that's obvious that you would make that move. Jared Goff is fine, and I don't think he's a bad player. Deshaun Watson's a game changer, and if the Rams could get him, uh, you put him on this team right now. This is a Super Bowl team, easy. I think. You know what I mean? So. Uh, uh, he, he, the comments, I don't think were, uh, the, the comments are being blown out of proportion. Okay. Because the comments were, they would do this, not they are going to, or I've seen the, the post that I've seen a lot. That's kind of driving me crazy. This always drives me crazy though, is when they say the Rams offered the Texans, Jared Goff and picks for Deshaun Watson. No, they did not. I guarantee that conversation is not happening right now. All right, that can't, that conversation is not happening right now. What I would guess what happened was that somebody said, would you explore, to, to maybe less need, would you explore trading maybe Goff and some picks to uh, to the Texans for Watson? And he was probably like, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd probably look at that. And then there's like, ah, story time, you know, and then they're texting Stephen A while he's on TV, interrupting people and, 
and being super cocky about it. He's like, yeah, one of my, one of my sources. Yeah. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> anyway, I, I do think that it's possible. Um, but I also, I think uh, there's a very, very big roadblock that's not being talked about right now. And that's that the Houston Texans are in kind of cap hell right now. And I don't see any way that they could take on a Jared Goff contract. Uh, so, so for that reason, I don't think it'll happen, but Hey, I mean, I also was sitting here was three years ago. Like there's no way the Rams bringing to keep to leave. There's no way the Rams bringing in Dom Kinsu. There's no way. And then it happened. So I don't actually know, but I, I think it's unlikely, but I think that's because of the Houston Texans cap situation. Oh, right, let's move on. Jesse wants to know, what are your thoughts on this? It's a picture of, uh, let's see, uh, a whole lot of something or a whole lot of nothing. So basically what Jesse shared with me here is that Aaron Rodgers is winless in his last four games against teams with the number one ranked defense. Uh, I think it's something. It's it's going to be cold. It's cold for everybody. Just because Aaron Rodgers lives there does not mean he won't be cold, okay? I live in Colorado. I still wear hoodies and beanies. That is my winter gear, in fairness, but... It's uh, I'm not like jacking it up and stuff like that. It's just, it's just a hoodie and a beanie. That's, that's whatever. <laughs> so yeah, he lives there, but he's also from California. He's a California guy. Everybody's going to feel the cold. Everybody. All right. So yeah, it's something, but, uh, to, to play against the top defense, the, the, the NFC North does not have incredible defenses anymore. They used to. Not anymore. So this will be the best defense that the Packers have seen, and I think it's worth it. I, th- I think this. I think this is something. That's what I'll say. I think it's something, Jesse. Let's see here. Gary wants to know any news on AD Cup and Acres. AD is a robot, and I think that's being, I, I guess, leaked. <laughs> I don't know. If that's even the right thing because, like, it, you got Sean McVay out here. It's like the Terminator will be ready, and I've been saying Aaron Donald's a space robot for years now. So, hey, I think I'm getting confirmation on this. Maybe I need to break some stories and uh, maybe I should get to writing again. I haven't, I haven't written an article in like five years, but maybe I should get to writing again and do that. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, looks like he's going to be fine. Hasn't been practicing, but I'm pretty sure that's more precautionary than anything. And Cam Akers not even on the injury report. Let's see here. Uh, Brian again wants to know over under 50 receiving yards for Devontae Adams. Ooh, that's tough. I feel like if I say under, I'm being a jerk. But if I, I feel like if I say over, I'm like, I'm not giving Ramsey enough credit. So I, I, I want to say that he's going to get like 44. We'll say that. So under. Let's see. Who's your favorite Ram player? Favorite all time favorite Ram player and why? Always been a big Marshall Falk guy. Uh, I just like really like the way he played uh, his style, his fluidity. He was really exciting. It was, it was one of those situations where every time he touched the football, you're like, well, it's going to happen. Uh, and then I, I, I really also, uh, Steven Jackson kind of stole it for me too. Uh, Torrey Holt was one of my favorite players. Uh, Mark Barron, and I realize that that does not make a lot of sense to most people. I just think Mark Barron is awesome. All right. Uh, Keith Knoll, obviously, for the most obvious reasons ever, because he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, Oshimago Atagwe. Uh, you'll notice that a lot of these are from the 2000 era. I was born in 1991, so that's really when I started paying attention uh, to football a lot lot heavier. I liked Mark Boulder. I got a Mark Boulder jersey. <laughs> I keep looking over here like you guys can see into my closet if I point. Um, but, you know, uh, there's been so many uh, that I've really, really been a fan of. But also, uh, you know, it's like I, I'm not the kind of guy because like, I love Josh Reynolds and, you know, like currently. Uh, but there's if he left, it'd be like, well, that sucks who's next you know what i mean like i don't know i don't get super tied into just players anymore so i don't know man um they're all my favorite as long as they play for the rams are the best 
Jason wants to know, will Goff be our starter next year? Yes, I 100% agree, uh, or I think that he will, uh, because his contract. Uh, we're we're kind of locked in, and you know the Rams also don't pick in the first round till like three thousand fifty two or whatever. So, uh, we I don't know I don't want to say that we're stuck with him, but we're stuck with his contract. Uh, it was a bad contract. I think we all knew that right away, though. Even I was saying that I'm a golf guy. I like golf. I wanted golf originally. I was glad that we extended him, but I was like, that's eh, a little much <laughs> for Jared Goff. I mean, I don't know if he's that good, but hey, I mean, I don't write the checks, so I also don't care. Uh, next one here from Jason. Why is there such a massive difference in our offensive production compared to McVay's first two years? Besides Gurley, what's different? He's a little bit more conservative, in fairness. A little bit more uh, reined in. And that's not a bad thing, I don't think. It's not, well, it's not the worst thing ever, at least. Um, but, uh, you know, he just, he's reined it in a little bit, is a little bit more conservative on his play calls. There, the deep balls are there. I've seen some other, you know, people say that the, the deep balls just aren't being called. They are. They're just not as prevalent, I guess, as uh, as they were. But they are, they are still there. The deep balls are being called. They're just not being thrown. Um, and I would say that's really what it is. And, and I think we get into rhythms, you know, because there's there's times there's there's periods of time where we won't see the jet sweep. I, when's the last time? I, I can't even think right now. When's the last time we saw a jet sweep? run like not just a play action or anything like it was an actual jet sweep with like robert woods i'm not sure um i would have to look and it's not popping into my brain so uh yeah it's just i mean we get into these little rhythms and right now we're on a very big bootleg rhythm we're on a play action bootleg rhythm where that's basically all we call <laughs> we, we call the hell out of those right now um but yeah i would say that's what it is mcveigh just i think he outthinks himself i really do think that's what it is jesse again for our last one here of course, Ramsey versus Adams and Donald versus three linemen are exciting uh, matchups. Uh, but the key here will be McVay versus the teacher LaFleur and the student. Agree or disagree? I actually did not see that question before we talked about it earlier, man. But uh, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, I think it's an underrated storyline in this game is the fact that uh, that, that LaFleur coming off of the McVay tree is now going to be playing against McVay in the playoffs, in a divisional game. I, I think it's huge. And that matchup there, like that's really where the difference could be. I don't know if it'll be Aaron Donald being the difference. He says he doesn't feel any pain. Robot. I'm telling you guys, robot. Uh, he's saying he doesn't feel any pain in his ribs. Torn cartilage. I don't know how you... I, I had a bruised rib. It thing hurt me for like two months. I couldn't even like take a deep breath. All right, I just got okay with that. <laughs> it's been a while since that happened to me. All right, that I got that my my ribs got jacked up, but it was like a problem until recently. So I don't understand it. Um, I'm also not a professional athlete, though. Um, but yeah, I think that's a that's a huge, a huge aspect of this game is the the McVeigh versus Lafleur matchup. Uh, I think it's a it's it's underrated. I don't think we're we're really talking about it enough. I tried to talk about it a little bit here today, but you know. I don't know if you guys really listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys just might sit there on mute and just watch me look amazing on screen. I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's going to do it for me. That's for my fan case. I do appreciate you guys dropping those. I always do appreciate that. If I ask for them, um, I will get to that. Sometimes I forget to ask. I, busy days at work and stuff, I forgot to ask today for most of the day. I, I barely got it in at the end there, so maybe I didn't have as many as I would have, but what else? But either way, guys, this weekend we do have the Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers at the Frozen Tundra. 
of Lambeau Field. Uh, this week, though, we will refer to it as Rambo Field. And that game takes place again at 1.35 p.m. Uh, L.A. time. And that is on Saturday on Fox, okay? So it's going to be some good stuff. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, my buddy Jackson, I've been good, good friends with this guy for years. And uh, this is the first, this is like easily the biggest game that we get as like enemies. So uh, it's going to be really good. Uh, we'll get some good trash talk going. Um, I'll post some good pictures. I, I have like a picture of me and him and we're in front of this Green Bay Packers vibe and giving it the finger. Now I'll post that on my personal Facebook page. That's not really Ram Show page worthy, but <laughs> if you guys want to see it, it'll be posted there. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for uh, myself. Make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Rams Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Beggs on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Beggs. You guys can see that at the bottom of your screens right now. And uh, that's where you're going to find us at. We try to give regular updates, uh, you know, the, the, the big news. The big news. Uh, I don't like to get into the BS of the rumors and all that stuff. But, uh, hey, I mean, I'm not bashing anybody. I ain't bashing nobody, all right? I'm just trying to do my thing. Being Sheriff Killbags over here. But that is going to go for me. I am Sheriff Killbags. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, I thought the prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys have a great time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.